hunting boots are a critical component of any successful hunt. Whether walking a short distance to your blind or trudging miles through rugged terrain, your feet are carrying the load. Without the right boots, you could give up early and lose out on that trophy just over the ridge. At Midway USA, we make selecting boots for your next hunt easier. With just a few clicks of a mouse, you can decide on what's important, like waterproofing, insulation, size, width, and savings. For just about everything for shooting, hunting, and the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots as well as free returns and exchanges and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Warden's News is a collection of current Game Warden-related news stories gathered from news sources worldwide. These stories are compiled and read by Warden's Watch producer Jay Scott. Warden News, all new on the Warden's Watch podcast. First, we travel to Pennsylvania. Drone dilemma in deer recovery. Pennsylvania case ignites legal and ethical debate. The case of Joshua Wingenroth in Pennsylvania has brought significant attention to the legal intricacies surrounding the use of drones in wildlife management. Wingenroth, the owner of Wingy Drone Services, faced several charges from the Pennsylvania Game Commission following an undercover operation. This operation, conducted on December 6th at the Welsh Mountain Nature Preserve in Lancaster County, resulted in four citations against Wingenroth. The charges include unlawful devices and methods, disturbance of game and wildlife, and recreational spotlighting, potentially leading to fines and jail time. The legality of using drones for recovering lost or wounded games such as deer is a gray area in many states, including Pennsylvania. While the state law prohibits the use of electronic devices for hunting, there is a lack of clarity about their use for recovery purposes. This ambiguity has led to inconsistent application of the law, with some states like Ohio allowing the use of drones for locating downed game animals. In response to the legal challenges faced by Wingenroth, State Senator Jarrett Coleman has expressed intentions to introduce legislation that would legalize the use of thermal drones for deer recovery in Pennsylvania. This proposed bill aims to provide clarity in the law and address the challenges hunters face in tracking and recovering game. The case has sparked a broader debate on the use of technology in hunting and wildlife management. Advocates argue that drones can be an effective tool for recovering game carcasses and should be permitted. 
However, the current legal framework and the Game Commission's enforcement actions reflect the complexity of adapting traditional wildlife laws to modern technologies. Our next story takes us to Alaska. Alaska wildlife troopers and U.S. Forest Service law enforcement crack down on illegal hunting practices. In early November 2023, the Alaska wildlife troopers, aided by the United States Forest Service law enforcement, conducted a major enforcement operation during the southern southeast Sitka blacktail deer rut. This heightened enforcement effort came in response to ongoing public complaints regarding illegal hunting practices such as spotlighting and shooting from roadways, utilizing significant resources including 12 patrol vehicles, four vessels, artificial wildlife, and rain gear, the troopers targeted areas that had seen repeated violations. The operation was a direct response to community concerns and trooper reports, emphasizing the importance of ethical hunting practices and adherence to state regulations. The results of this operation were significant. Troopers issued a total of 53 charges and citations, addressing a range of violations including taking game with artificial light, illuminating deer from vehicles, hunting from boats, unlawful possession of game, and shooting from roadways. Additionally, five rifles and multiple spotlights were seized during the operation. Specific individuals faced various charges highlighting the operation's wide scope. Among these, charges for taking game with artificial light, illuminating deer from a motorized land vehicle, and shooting from the roadway were most prominent. The operation also led to citations for failing to validate harvest tickets and hunting without valid licenses. Next, we visit a story out of New Hampshire. Tragic outcome for hiker on Mount Geo. A reminder of winter mountain hazards. In a somber incident in New Hampshire's White Mountains, experienced hiker Christopher Roma, 37, from Thornton, New Hampshire, lost his life. Roma, known for his extensive hiking in the region, encountered severe winter conditions while in the area between Mount Bond and Mount Geo. Despite a large-scale rescue operation involving NH Fish and Game, Pemi Valley Search and Rescue Team, Mountain Rescue Service, and efforts by the New Hampshire Army National Guard, Roma was found deceased by rescuers. This tragedy highlights the unpredictable and often perilous nature of hiking in mountainous regions during winter. The rescue teams, facing waist-deep snow, heavy winds, and low visibility, exemplify the extreme challenges and risks associated with mountain rescue operations. The decision to employ a helicopter for recovery further underlines the severity of the situation and the efforts made to reach Roma in time. The New Hampshire Fish and Game Department, in reflecting on this incident, reminds outdoor enthusiasts of the importance of proper preparation and equipment when venturing into mountainous areas during winter. The recommended safety measures include wearing appropriate attire, using traction devices, snowshoes, and understanding the risks associated with winter hiking. For detailed hiking safety tips and essential gear recommendations, hikers are encouraged to visit hikesafe.com. The hikesafe card available at wildnh.com forward slash safe is also promoted as a way to support fish and game search and rescue activities. This incident serves as a critical reminder of the dangers posed by harsh winter conditions in the mountains and the need for meticulous planning and preparedness. Next, we travel to Montana. Montana men indicted in large-scale eagle trafficking operation. In a disturbing wildlife crime case, two men from Montana, Simon Paul and Travis John Branson, have been indicted for their roles in a large-scale operation involving the killing and trafficking of bald and golden eagles. 
The indictment, issued by a federal grand jury, charges the duo with multiple felonies, including conspiracy, unlawful trafficking of bald and golden eagles, and violations of the Lacey Act. Paul and Branson are accused of running a black market eagle feather ring out of the Flathead Indian Reservation in northwestern Montana. Between January 2019 and March 2021, they allegedly killed approximately 3,600 birds, including eagles, to sell their feathers and body parts across the United States. The indictment reveals that Paul acted as the shooter and shipper of the eagles for Branson, who would travel from Washington to Montana to participate in the killings and subsequent illegal sales. The case, uncovered through an investigation into text messages and PayPal transactions, highlights the severity and extent of wildlife trafficking in the U.S. Prosecutors have unearthed messages from Branson, admitting to committing felonies and being on a killing spree to obtain eagle tail feathers for future sales. This operation not only violates the Bald and Golden Eagle Protection Act of 1940, which prohibits any take of these eagles without a special permit but also demonstrates a blatant disregard for wildlife protection and conservation laws. If convicted, Paul and Branson could face substantial penalties, including fines and imprisonment. The conspiracy count alone is punishable by up to five years in prison and a $250,000 fine, underscoring the seriousness of these offenses. This case brings to light the ongoing challenges in protecting wildlife from illegal poaching and trafficking and underscores the importance of vigilant enforcement of conservation laws. Next, we turn to Wyoming for a brief story. Retired U.S. Forest Service officer convicted for property misappropriation. Ronald Ostrom, a retired U.S. Forest Service law enforcement officer from Powell, Wyoming, has been convicted on six felony charges. The charges include false writing, false statements, and misappropriation of government property. Central to the case was Ostrom's retention of a government-owned horse named Rio and falsifying information about other horses. His trial lasted five days and sentencing is set for February 21, 2024. The U.S. Forest Service conducted the investigation, highlighting the seriousness of property misappropriation within federal agencies. For further details, refer to the U.S. Department of Justice's report at www.justice.gov. Next, we visit a story in Virginia. Baited Betrayal, the unraveling of a Virginia waterfowl poaching ring. In a notable case of illegal hunting in Middleburg, Virginia, several individuals were found guilty of poaching over 100 wood ducks in a baited pond. According to information obtained by Outdoor Life and the U.S. Department of Justice, Clint Burlett, the land manager, was sentenced for his role in baiting the pond, while three Virginia residents and a taxidermist from Maryland were also fined and placed on probation. The investigation revealed that Burlett had been using corn to attract the ducks for 16 years. The group's illegal activities came to light following a social media post showing a large number of wood ducks they had killed. The court documents indicate that on two separate occasions in October 2022, groups including Burlett and the other defendants killed a significant number of wood ducks over the bait. As part of the guilty plea and sentencing, Burlett was ordered to pay a fine and is prohibited from hunting for a period of 24 months. The other defendants also received hunting prohibitions and fines. This case highlights the consequences of violating wildlife protection laws, specifically the Migratory Bird Treaty Act. The detailed investigation by the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service and the Virginia Department of Wildlife Resources underscores the seriousness with which such violations are treated. 
In our final story, authorities seek public help after vandalism at Georgia's Burton Fish Hatchery. The Georgia Department of Natural Resources, DNR, is conducting an investigation following the suspected criminal damage at the Burton Fish Hatchery in Clarksville, Georgia. The incident, which occurred on October 14, 2023, has led authorities to release surveillance photos and seek the public's help in identifying several individuals for questioning. The Burton Fish Hatchery, situated off Highway 197 on Lake Burton, plays a pivotal role in Georgia's efforts to sustain its aquatic wildlife, operated by the Wildlife Resources Division of the Georgia DNR. The hatchery is responsible for raising trout to stock in North Georgia streams and is one of four such hatcheries in the state. These facilities are crucial for maintaining healthy fish populations and supporting recreational fishing, a key component of the state's natural resources and tourism sectors. The damage to the hatchery represents not just a loss to the facility, but also a potential threat to the state's ongoing wildlife conservation and management efforts. The incident has prompted the DNR's law enforcement division to actively engage the community in helping to identify those involved. They have asked anyone with information regarding the identities or whereabouts of the individuals captured in the surveillance images to contact the DNR investigative unit at 770-918-6408. And that's a wrap for Warden News.